it's recording. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey everyone, Ashley here, and I'm here with a special guest today. Her name is Molly, and she is my roommate from college, and she's grown to be one of my closest friends. You want to say hi? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) We are so excited to have you on the Coffee and Bible Time podcast today, and for those of you guys who don't know Molly, Um, Some of you might already know her because she's been in a few videos on Coffee and Bible Time, and we've talked about singleness together before on Coffee and Bible Time, and for this week's podcast, I really wanted to do something on singleness because I feel like since I'm in this season that I want to be able to encourage you guys, those of you who are single, and I want to be able to just be real with you guys and honest with you guys and and just share about the ups and downs and the blessings and the beauty of singleness and just be open and real because I feel like there isn't a ton of information on singleness on the internet for Christian singles. There definitely is more and it's growing a lot, but I don't know. I just want to be open and real with you guys here and I decided to invite Molly on the podcast today because she is one of the just, Molly, you're just one of the wisest, most beautiful hearts I've ever met. And it's because you're surrendered to Jesus and Jesus shines through you. And so, you know what? I just can explain Molly as she, like, what comes to my mind is she just radiates Jesus. So yeah, today we're going to be hearing from Molly. We're going to be hearing her story on her journey through singleness, and we're going to be hearing about just how she has been turning to the Lord in this season, and I know that she just has a lot of encouragement for you you girls and guys out there. Um, so also, before we really jump into this podcast today, I want to let you know that in the next coming week, we're going to try to put some resources up on coffeeandbibletime.com on our blog page for singleness. It's going to be the Bible verses we talked about in this podcast. It's going to be videos from me and Molly has done in the past. We'll link those YouTube videos and just any other encouragement for you single ladies or men out there. So be checking up on the Coffee and Bible Time blog for just more resources that you can reference back to. Um, And yeah, so we're just going to get right into the podcast today. So this podcast is titled Not Purposeless in Singleness which I love. Molly made up that title. I'm loving that title. (laughs) It's so good because it's true. We aren't purposeless in singleness. And we're going to start off today's podcast with Molly just sharing a little bit of her story um, on singleness. So take it away, Molly. Yep. So this is actually something the Lord has been teaching me um, recently and just also it's continuing to teach me. I'm not through this journey yet. And, um, but God has been so good and he's been so faithful and he's been redeeming so many things, um, just through being single. Um, but yeah, like Ashley said, I'm going to share a little bit of my story with being single. Um, so my whole life, I have not been asked out once. I have not been out on a date. I have not been pursued. There's 
there's been no relationship history. <laughs> um, so that has been something that has been hard and a struggle of mine. Um, in high school, I had the mindset, like Ashley had the same mindset, I was going to date in high school. I was like, I'm not ready. And people are kind of immature in high school and are still growing. Um, and so I just had that mindset to not date in high school, but to just focus on my relationship with the Lord. Um, and I also ran track and cross country. So I was able to enjoy those things and um, just focus on using them for the Lord. It was cool. The opportunities God gave me through um, those gifts that he had given me to just glorify him and to share about him. But yeah, I really enjoyed high school. Um, it was a blessing, even though I didn't date anyone. Um, then I got into college and my parents met in college. So I came to college kind of having this expectation that I was going to meet my future husband in college. Um, so I remember that first year, I it, it, it was so weird because it was just like a different, like a different switch had been turned on. And I was like, oh, like, I like this in um, different Christian guys and seeing, or I don't know, it was just so weird from high school, but um, it easily, relationships easily became, and very quickly became an idol in my life, um, and I really realized that by sophomore year, I think it was, and so I decided to go into an intentional year of singleness, um, just not even <laughs> allowing myself to have the opportunity to get into a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because during that year, I was like, okay, like the temptations are going to come. Like God's going to have all these guys ask me out. I didn't get asked out <laughs> during then either. <laughs> um, and there were different, different ways that um, the Lord just really challenged me and tested me. Cause it was funny because I, I remember I was like, oh, all my friends are getting asked out, but I'm still here. I'm intentionally your singleness. Like, I thought people were going to start asking me out, but it didn't happen. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because Ashley and I also went through an intentionally your singleness together. But we started it not, like, totally apart from each other. We had never talked about it with each other. And then we started rooming together. And it came up, like, we were joking about something. Ashley was like, oh, I'll be single for a year. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> it was so crazy. So of the Lord. That was, that was so, um, such a blessing from the Lord to be able to go through that year with um, Ashley. And also had another close friend, too, go through an intentional year of singleness at the same time. And that was so good because we were able to keep each other accountable and also share each other's struggles through that time and just uplift one another um, in prayer. But anyway, the purpose of that year was to refocus my heart on the Lord. Um, since I had seen how relationships had become such an idol in my life, and God taught me so many things through that year, just um, the importance of surrender and um, also just seeing these desires in a biblical light, seeing them that they, they aren't bad, you know, because God created us um, to be with someone to, um, he created us for marriage. I mean, we see that from at the creation of Adam and Eve in the garden. Like God said that it wasn't good for Adam to be alone, even in perfection. And that was before they sinned. So I don't know. That's just interesting. Um, so, and I mean, you know, we can, we can see those things and see that these, these desires are natural, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is something God will have for us mm -hmm. um, in this life, which is something I'll go a little bit more into during this podcast. But anyway, moving on from that intentional year singleness, um, 
So I guess the most recent season I've been going through, and this is something I wouldn't necessarily recommend to anyone, but there was this guy I had a huge crush on for like three years. <laughs> it was a long time. But um, anyway, finally this year, I think it was like earlier this fall, we had a DTR, which is a define the relationship conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are always great. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he... He and this is nothing, nothing on him. Um, he's still a great guy, but he kind of got my hopes up. He was saying, you know, like you're a really great girl, Molly. Like I really see Christ in you, and I'm really enthralled by you, and mm-hmm. in a way attracted to you. Um, and then so I was, but he was he was in a spot where he was like, I don't, I'm not ready to be in a relationship mm-hmm. right now. Um, there's just some things I need to work through and that the Lord needs to work through. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, that's totally fine. Like I can wait. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I went through this past semester and I mean, I didn't think much of it. And of course it was like just surrendering it to the Lord and just waiting in God's timing. Mm -hmm. Um, but then right as the semester ended, so like a little over a month ago, (laughs) um, at least at school, we had another conversation and he had changed his mind and said, you know what? I I don't think I don't see this going anywhere into a relationship like I just want to be friends um and so he said no to nothing more than a relationship and so that's been something I've been going through um just kind of wrestling with the Lord through that too just kind of you know because it looks like it was a open door that God was opening because of course it was something I was praying about um and for for a while and I was just like wow like I see God leading in this um but of course, like I had to keep giving to the Lord because I was like, you know, these could just be my own emotions, like mixed up in this. Like this doesn't necessarily mean that God wants us together. Um, and so I remember even letting him know, I was like, the Lord needs to confirm it in your heart too. Like it can't just be like my heart saying like, oh, God told me you're my future husband. <laughs> it's got to be both ways. Like God's going to tell you both. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a little bit of my story just mm-hmm. in, um, I guess, my walk, uh, with relationship type stuff. Um, so all that being said, you know, like there, I still struggle through this and it's, Mm -hmm. it's still a time, like there's times when I'm intensely lonely. Um, and I really do desire marriage and to have a family. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is just something that the Lord, you know, he's bringing me on and, um, he's really teaching me how to trust him in Mm -hmm. it and how to seek first his kingdom in it. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about that in the in the podcast, um, which yes. I'm super excited about. But yeah, that's my my story. I'll leave. Thank you. Ashley. Yeah, no, thank you. For sharing, thank you for sharing that. Um, I feel like testimonies are so. I don't know. It just when someone shares their testimony, it just it reminds everybody that we're all human beings. We all go through struggles. We all go through hills and valleys and we all like, I don't know. Testimonies just really point me to Christ and, and just the fact that like we all have these struggles. We're all human beings and we all need Jesus, you know? Mm -hmm. And so thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was just being I everything got brought back to the intentional year of singleness. Year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like just how we did that together and it was such a yeah. gift from God that he It seriously together. was. Yeah. Wow. 
God was faithful in that. God was so faithful. And I just want to tell our audience, like, me and Molly did not plan to be roommates. We did not plan to be in each other's lives, but God put us in each other's lives at just the right time. And it was, like, just what we needed. Like, Mm -hmm. and just the fact that, like, he put us together as roommates when we were both doing an intentional year of singleness that we both – we never knew somebody else was doing that. Like that just happened. We were both doing it, but um, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna keep going with this podcast because I could I could go on about that forever. No, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so for today's podcast, love that story. We're gonna be talking about just finding our purpose in Christ in singleness, and especially when we put our hopes in marriage and especially for all of us who are single and desiring marriage it can be so easy to put our hope and our our just our everything in i'm going to get married one day and prince charming's going to come and <laughs> this is going to be like the best day of my life and our wedding's going to be everything trust me you guys i dream about my wedding every day <laughs> i've like literally since i was a little girl dreamed about my wedding day and <laughs> It can be so easy because our culture tells us that that will fulfill us and that will be our everything. When in reality, that isn't what God intended our purpose to come from. And so today we're talking about finding our purpose in Christ and not in our relationship status. And so the core verse we're going to be focusing on today and that we just want to keep coming back to because we want to center you guys on God's word is Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. And it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So Molly, you want to dive right into the truths that God has put on your heart? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I love that verse because even though it doesn't specifically apply to singleness, it applies to every aspect of our life Um, because, you know, that's our identity is in Christ because we're saved in him. We're his children and um, God is our father. And so we have to always bring like all our desires and every everything in our life, like back to the gospel and say, okay, like, how can I see this in light of what God has done for me? Um, and I think that just helps refocus your heart on the things that the Lord wants us to focus on. Cause we can, we can see things like through our own, our own perceptions and even through the world's perceptions too, because we, we live in the world, um, and we're not to be of the world, but it's so easy to be influenced by it, the world's and our cultures. Um, the culture that you live in can tell you all these different things about, you know, getting together with someone or being in a relationship. Um, and I'm just talking of, you know, like relationship status right now, this can apply to anything. Like our culture has things to say about everything in life. (laughs) (laughs) And so we always need to bring it back to God's word and say, okay, like, what does God say about this? How can I view this in light of the gospel and in light of who I am in Christ and in light of who God is? Um, I think that really helps refocus our hearts on truth because, you know, the culture, it doesn't always see things in truth. It looks very much, um, kind of like how that verse in first Samuel says, um, when God was talking to Samuel, he said, 
uh, man looks at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart. Mm -hmm. And I think our culture in a lot of things looks at the outward appearance. Mm -hmm. Um, But God looks at the heart. And so he's concerned with our hearts and shaping our hearts to be Mm -hmm. more like Christ. And he uses so many different processes to do that and so many different trials. Um, Mm -hmm. Even Romans 5 and Romans 8, 28 through 29 talk about um, God planning way in advance like he predestined us to be conformed to the image of christ and he uses that through suffering um through trials through all sorts of things and so um these seasons that god has in it's something that god planned way in advance like sometimes you can think oh this is a mistake like especially in singleness i think it's so easy to feel oh there's something wrong with me like for me I've struggled with lies like oh there's something wrong with me I'm not pretty enough Mm -hmm. um I wasn't outgoing enough I was Mm -hmm. too reserved (laughs) there can be all these things you start to believe about yourself and then you can start comparing yourself to other people too um as you feed yourself those lies uh you can just be you know beating yourself up and that's what satan wants us to do that's not what the lord wants us to do he wants us to speak truth into our hearts into our lives and not our culture's perceptions um because it's so easy to be like you know like oh okay like i'm single for a reason like the culture says like i should be with someone um so there must be something wrong with me or all my friends are getting asked out why have i not gotten asked out i i must be doing something wrong (laughs) um And I remember even, like, during this uh, season of singleness or, you know, God might have me single for life. But just recently I was looking up videos. I was like, oh, how to get over um, a crush or how to get over a boy Mm -hmm. or even, like, why am I still single? (laughs) And it's so easy. You know, I was watching, like, all these different videos, like, Christian videos, too. And they're giving advice on, oh, here, like, if you want to be in a relationship, like, try this, try doing this. And I was, like, trying to check off things. I was like, oh, I've been been doing all these things. Like, what's what's wrong with me? Um, And I think even in our Christian subculture, people can, like, almost say, like, oh, there is something wrong with you. Like, you're supposed to be in a relationship or I mean maybe you could be a lot more outgoing maybe you could dress like this a little bit more Mm. um and well I think there can be things that can help you be more open or not hiding underneath a rock I don't Mm. think that is the reason why we are single um this is singleness is a gift from the Lord uh Mm. Paul says in let me see if I wrote down first Corinthians 7 Um, six through nine he says now as a concession not a command I say this I wish that all you were as I myself am but each has his own gift from God one of one kind and one of another and he's talking about singleness and marriage um, Mm. both as gifts Mm. to the unmarried and the widows I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am but if they cannot exercise self-control they should marry for it is better to marry than to burn with passion Um, and this it, that passage can be a little bit confusing saying, okay, Paul, like, what are you saying? Like you said people can get married, but you also say you can be single. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think overall looking at this passage and seeing that both of these things are a gift from the Lord, like singleness is a gift from God. Marriage is a gift from God. And both of them can be choices too, in a way, um, kind of like how Ashley and I did intentionally use singleness. We chose that. Um, how people also choose marriage. Like you say, yes, when you're proposed to, or you propose to someone, and that's a choice, too, Um, and I think that, you know, as in any 
decision in life, um, as in in every aspect of life, we need to come to the Lord and ask him, um, Lord, what would you have me do? I, I want you to lead in this. I just want to do your will. Um, and so, I mean, in singleness and marriage, like, and even like, you know, pursuing marriage too, asking the Lord, like, okay, God, what's the next step you want me to take? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that can be so confusing because now you can be thinking, okay, like, what does God want from me? Does he want me to be single or does he want me to be married? Like, which one is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is something the Lord is still teaching me too, but wherever God has you right now, that's where he wants you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're that. single, like the Lord has you single right now for a reason. Mm-hmm. If you, if there's someone that, you know, God has put in your life and maybe he is leaving you both to perhaps get married one day that's that's where God has you right now and he's having you wrestle through these things like okay is this is this where the Lord wants us is this what God wants us to pursue Mm -hmm. um or even in marriage like okay how can I be serving my spouse as the Lord would have me to like Mm -hmm. it every aspect of life you need to include the Lord on like Mm -hmm. God isn't exempt from Mm -hmm. any season of life whether that's singleness or marriage he he needs to be in every decision that you make, even in the morning, I was, I was listening to a sermon earlier this semester and the pastor was saying how we need to wake up and say, okay, Lord, like guide me today. What do you want me to do for you today? Um, show me how to do your will, God. Um, and even like, as we're reading his word, cause that's his word, that's him speaking to us, just asking the Lord, like before you read the word. And I, I want to get better at this myself, but just saying, God, like speak to me today. What do you want me to get from this today? How do you want to speak to my heart? Um, reveal the things in my heart that aren't honoring to you. Um, but just including God in every aspect of your life. Um, I think that's just super important, but this is kind of going all over the place, but coming back to singleness, being a gift from the Lord, um, it really is a gift, um, you know, both singleness and both marriage, um, but it's a gift from God because he, he has purpose for us in whatever season we are in, um, and here, let me go back to, I have a few verses written down go for it, um, <laughs> But let's see here. I think I'll read this one. Um, I have so many here. Yeah, we, I'll start. We, <laughs> we can put all of those on. We're going to put all of those on yeah. the blog post as well for you mm-hmm. guys who are listening. Um, if you really just want to dive into these verses and pick them apart and chew on them and meditate on them. Absolutely. that. Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. 
yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, this is a this is a good verse. Um, in speaking about just including the Lord in every step of your life, um, Proverbs sixteen nine says, "The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps." And so that again emphasizes how important it is to include God in your plans. Like you can have these dreams, you can have these desires, and they're not necessarily necessarily bad. Mm -hmm. um, they become bad when they become an obsession and start to control your life. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of even going into that, it's really, I think it's really easy to do that, um, mm -hmm. especially in our American culture and Christian subculture that we live in. Um, I kind of want to jump back to that. But, you know, even as a Christian subculture, we kind of hold marriage on this pedestal and mm -hmm. marriage is so beautiful and it is a picture of Christ in the church and how he gave himself a church and loves her unconditionally. Um, and I think Ephesians 5 talks a little bit more about how marriage represents Christ in the church, but um, the church can put, can put it almost like on such a high pedestal, like, oh, this is the end goal. Like, this is what you're aiming for. And even like, as you talk to people at church too, um, and some people who are in college might relate to this, but people asking, you know, at church, oh, have you met anyone yet? Um, any, any relationships, you know, people can, it can kind of get, <laughs> when you're like, no, not yet. <laughs> poking at you, like, come on. Right, right. Yeah, like, what's going on? You're a senior already. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and, yeah, I think it can idolize marriage and even, I mean, going back to saying, oh, there must be something wrong with you because it's like, it's almost this end goal, like, oh, by this time you should have found someone. And if you haven't, like, what's going on? Like, what are you going to do with your life? Um, and you can even plan your life kind of, with those false expectations, you know, because for me, I went to college, and I was like, okay, I'll find someone at, at Moody, and then we'll do missions together on the field, and that's not wrong, you know, to desire a partner who will draw you near to Christ, and um, empower you to serve him, and live for him, and just walk alongside with, and serving the Lord, and doing ministry together, like, that's not a bad desire, um, but that can become an obsession when that becomes all you think about and, um, you know, not bringing it to the Lord or even just coming to his word <laughs> in yeah. it. Um, and I think it's also something that we have to constantly surrender because mm -hmm. yeah, God did create us to be, um, in marriage, in a marriage relationship. Um, but also he, he hasn't called everyone to yeah. a marriage relationship. Like even Paul was single. Jesus was single. Mm -hmm. um, and look how, how God used Paul. Like in so many ways, like Paul was, be able, he was able to be, he went on so many mission, missionary journeys and yeah. um, he used him in so many unique ways. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we can almost come back to putting our identity and our expectations and our hope in people. But of course we're going to be, disappointed because if we put them in those ideas um that we have for our lives or even in someone that we like like a crush we of course we're going to be disappointed and i mean even if you do put your hope and identity um in a boyfriend and then you do end up getting married um mm -hmm. or for the guys who are listening and a girlfriend <laughs> mm -hmm. if you put your identity in a person you're going to be disappointed because marriage is going to be hard it's not a deliverance from the hard things of this world like both singleness and marriage are hard not necessarily because 
singleness itself is hard or marriage itself is hard, which is true, but life is just hard in general. Um, okay. There's trials that we're going to be brought through. And, you know, going back to Romans 5 and 8, God has planned trials for us to go through to make us more like Christ. We are predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So there's hard things that we must go through. Mm. Um, and so marriage isn't going to be easy just because you're with someone. It's going to be insanely hard. <laughs> and singleness isn't going to be easy either, even though you have all this flexibility of things you can do. It's going to be insanely hard too. Mm. Um, Jesus said this life would be hard, especially as Christians. Mm. He said people would hate us. Mm. And so it's going to be hard. We have to depend on him. You can't depend on someone else. You have to depend on the Lord. And if you are with someone, you have to depend on the Lord together because he's mm. the one who's going to bring you through. Um, not another person. So I love that you said that it's going to be hard. And like, that's the thing is like, you're not putting bubble wrap around this. It's not some fluffy, Mm -hmm. fluffy thing of like, oh yeah, we're single and it's going to be easy and it's going to be great. And like, oh, if you're married, yeah, it's going to be easy. It's going to be great. No, it's going to be hard. Like life, life is going to be hard. And like, Every season is going to have its blessings and joys, but every season is also going to have its hardships. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing is like, that's life. And so if we're constantly in this season longing for the next season, we miss out on the joys and the Mm -hmm. blessings of the season that we're living in right now. And it's like, right now I'm single. And I'm going to one day, maybe if it's God's will, be married and have kids and be doing a million and one things. And I'll look back on my single years and say, wow, like, yeah, it was hard, but wow, look at all the blessings that was in that season that I missed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it is hard. Every season is going to be hard. And I love that you're honest about that. And you're honest about where, where you're at in your single journey. And, and I can even vouch and say, yeah, it's hard. It is so hard, especially, (laughs) especially in those moments of just feeling so lonely and like, just like sad and almost just that feeling of just like hopelessness, like Mm -hmm. this hopelessness that can come over you when you're single. And like, yeah, It's just in those moments when our hearts are longing and they're sad and they feel hopeless is like the perfect opportunity to just like run to the Lord and to Mm -hmm. seek him and to find refuge in him. Like the scriptures Mm -hmm. say over and over again to find refuge in him and his word and in who he is and like to just beg God to fill you, you know? Yeah. Yeah beg him to fill you and it's like Mm -hmm. if I didn't I think about like okay if I didn't go through these things when would I have ever ran to the Lord when would I have ever you know and I'm almost like thankful thankful like that there were these years of singleness and there are these years of singleness in my life because and that I didn't just get married at 18 because Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know, just the refining process that I can see Mm -hmm. and that I'm thankful for. Totally, totally. And that reminds me of um, 1 Samuel, how uh, there's there's a story about Hannah, and she was the mother of Samuel, who was one of the prophets. Um, And he 
and he was okay well not he she <laughs> she had she couldn't have children and um she it was an intense desire of hers mm-hmm. to have a child and mm-hmm. um she came to the lord and was just like weeping before him telling him of this intense desire to have children and i always think that story and it's so interesting because she said Lord, if you give me a child, like, I'll give him straight back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Lord fulfilled her desire, gave her a child, and that's Samuel. And she gave Samuel, like, literally back to the temple. He became, um, in a way, a temple boy. And he he yeah. was just, like, he was dedicated for service to the Lord. But it's so interesting because I th- I've been thinking about that passage a lot, just in being single, how how it's kind of a model of what we should do with our intense desires. We come before the Lord and we tell him of these desires that we do have. And even if he does give them, you have to give it back to the Lord. Like whether he gives you your desire the way you think or not, or whether he does give you that desire exactly the way you think he'll give it, you have to give it back to the Lord. Like even in your heart saying like, Lord, this is yours. Like Mm. this desire, this dream, you you are the one who filled it, but you can take it away anytime. I want this to glorify you no matter what. And so we can see, you know, it's okay to have those intense desires and even times of like, I really long for this. Like, this is something I I really want, but just come before the Lord and ask him, Lord, like you see this desire that I have, but help it to not become an idol of my heart. I want you to be the first desire in my heart. Um, And so I just pray I give this desire to you. And this is something that you're going to have to do over and over again. Every time you, you got to put it on the altar. You just got to surrender it. But every time, every time it starts coming off, creeping off the altar, you got to give it back to the Lord because it's going to try to come back on the throne of your heart instead of Christ. And I mean, we're, we're human. Like that's natural. Our, our sinful nature. We want to, we're prone to look to other things instead of Christ. Um, kind of like that hymn that says our eyes are prone to wander. Um, but we have to keep coming back to him. We have to keep reminding ourselves of the gospel, who we are in him, because otherwise we're going to be influenced by the world because the world is constantly sending us messages. Like nothing is neutral. Like even, you know, social media, it's not neutral. Mm. Uh, The messages of our culture, they're not neutral. And I don't think we understand some of the things that Satan has really gotten a grip of and we are influenced by them and, you know, we can start believing the lies that come along with them. Mm-hmm. Um, just even like the beauty industry, you know, like mm. if we don't have a certain outward appearance, like then we're not beautiful. But going back to First Samuel, the Lord looks at the heart and man looks at the outward appearance. And God sees that like he's concerned with our hearts and shaping our hearts to look more like mm-hmm. Christ. And so um I think this also comes like with comparing ourselves to others and saying, well, my journey isn't looking like this other believers. Like, why am I going through all these scenes when my brother or sister is going through what seems like tiny trials or even like different trials or they're getting what they want. And I haven't gotten anything. I won my whole life. <laughs> you can start thinking that <laughs> does God even care about me? And you can start believing all those lies, but that's, that's not true. We have to, come back to him and come back to his word and remember that God has me on his path that he has planned for me. It doesn't mean that every believer goes on the exact same path of life and that they have, they face all the same trials. Like there's going to be times of hills for one person and of downhills for another. Like you're not going to be on the, you're not going to be on the same little 
racetrack. I mean, we're all, we're all saved. We're all running after Christ, but there's going to be different challenges for each believer um, and different temptations too, because we're all unique. God created us all different. And so I think that that comes, that's a good reminder um, when you find yourself comparing yourself to others, because God has you on your unique path um, that he's bringing you through and he's teaching you different things through. Um, and so just remembering to trust him in that, but it is hard because you can, you can start to compare yourself and then even compare like the way God made you and say, okay, like I'm not pretty like her. Or if you're a guy like, oh, I'm not strong like him. Of course, like all the girls want him, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that you, you have to come back to the Lord. You just have to come back to the Lord because you're going to, if you start believing those lies, like you're going to start, there's going to be more lies that come along that. And you're going to go start going down a path of lies and unbelief and yeah. drifting away from distraction. the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's so many things that Satan wants to use to distract us from our true purpose as believers, which is to glorify God and make him known. It's not marriage or singleness. That's not the goal of life or getting a certain job or looking a certain way. That's not the goal of life. Our identity is in Christ and mm-hmm. we are to make him known mm-hmm. um, and to glorify him. Yeah. And I it love wants- that. Yeah. I love Sorry. that. that. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. I love that you said that because we should circle things back around and I'm sure this is, um, this could be put into a part two, but, um, (laughs) for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which is, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. And Molly, just what you were saying, like marriage isn't the goal of life. Singleness isn't the goal of life. Beauty isn't the goal of life. Our jobs, our careers aren't the goal of life. Our, the goal of our lives and the purpose of our lives is to bring God glory. Mm-hmm. And, and so God created us. We are his handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works for God, which he has prepared us to do, to, to glorify him. And so when you remember that and you center your heart on that and say like in those hard days of singleness, like, my purpose is to glorify God in Mm -hmm. everything. And, and if Mm -hmm. God has me in this season of singleness right now, then I need to trust and believe that God has me here for a purpose. And in this moment, this is where I'm going to best glorify him. Mm -hmm. And so it's trusting, it's coming back to trusting our good, good father who loves us and has a plan for us. And just like, God, I'm a child and I don't, I don't, I don't know why you have me in the season for this long. I don't know why no one's ever asked me out. I don't know why I have gone through this or that or this heartbreak or I can never find the one, but God, I trust you. I don't know why mm-hmm. I trust you. And so, yeah. yeah. And you know why we can trust him? Let's go to Matthew 6. Yes. <laughs> Matthew 6, 25 um, through 32 says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Mm-hmm. Look at the birds of the air. They neither soar, <laughs> sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? 
consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is today alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious about anything, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And it's just crazy because Jesus says, like, don't worry about what you eat. And food is a necessity for life. Like, without food, you're going to die. <laughs> and so it's, like, these things that are all, like, necessities for life and to survive and to live. Like, God knows that we need them. And he knows our desires, too. Um, he cares for us. Like, he, he sees us. Just because you don't have a certain desire met right now it doesn't mean that god doesn't care for you or that he's forgotten about you or that he doesn't see you he cares for you and he knows what he's doing he's bringing you through this season mm -hmm. for a reason or even preparing you for something later you you have no idea what the lord is doing but you know that he cares for you you don't know your life and but god knows every single day he he's our days are numbered um the, the hair on our head is numbered too. <laughs> he knows everything about us and he cares so much about us. So um, we can, that just brings it back to trusting the Lord mm. with our needs and with our desires. Cause he knows what we need. He's going to provide in his timing. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And there's, there's purpose, you guys, there's purpose in, in all of this and mm. seek first his kingdom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there's purpose in this. It's not a wasted season. It's not a time of your life that you just need to get through. It's not, it's not for nothing. Your singleness yeah. is not for nothing. And there's purpose in this and God has a plan. And we just want to encourage that. We just want to encourage you with that today and to remind you that we're single, we're seeking the Lord, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone in the hardship of it. You're not alone in wondering if this season is purposeless and wondering what the heck is God doing. <laughs> I think that you're not alone in that and we can relate. And, and that's why I wanted to get Molly on this podcast to just remind you that um, it's a hard season but it's a good season and because it's going to draw us closer to Jesus because of it. And so, yeah. And so that's pretty much all we have for you today. Obviously we could keep talking for the next like three hours, but <laughs> and this is like, you're kind of getting a peek into what me and Molly talk about. And oh yeah, <laughs> it's just fun. It's just like talking about God's faithfulness and also just wrestling through these things and, mm -hmm. and wondering and questioning and wrestling and coming, just always coming back to God's faithfulness and that we can trust him. So yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that blog post that we're going to be putting up. And on that blog post, I'll really try to link the other resources for singleness um, because we've done videos on it. We've done other blog posts and we've done 
Um, I did a video on being intentionally single for a year. So there's all that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, we love you guys. We hope this was an encouragement to you. And yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, let me stop recording. <laughs>